Hello, I'm James Wrigley, and welcome back to another episode of the podcast. Hope you're enjoying them up until now. Uh, if you've got any questions or comments, I'd love some feedback uh, where you can. Uh, this episode was the audio taken from one of my lunchtime LinkedIn Live sessions. I was joined by Nathaniel Lee. Nathaniel, uh, among other things, is a lecturer at Swinburne University uh, in the area of automation engineering. He also runs his own business, uh, has recently spent some time in Hong Kong, so shares his experience there with coronavirus and the like, and then, and then coming back to Australia. Uh, we get into the areas of, of robo-advice, and for, for those in the financial planning sector might find some interest in that. Uh, if you have a listen right to the end, we, we, we touch on that section. Hope you enjoy. All the best. Second. Oh. Hello, we're live. Uh, it's Wednesday. I keep having to look at the day of the week. Wednesday, just gone 12.30. Uh, back for another lunchtime live and I've got a guest with me again today. Uh, Nathaniel, thank you for reaching out uh, last week or so, you know, saying you'd, you'd ha be happy to, to jump on and have a chat with me. So thanks for joining me today. No problem. Thank you, James, for having me. That's Some okay. Yes, and talking to a real person for once. <laughs> although, although via a computer, we were just talking before I switched it live, saying yes. uh, we're, we're all doing yeah. plenty of Zoom meetings and those kind of things, T talking to a lot of people, but not seeing a lot of people at the moment. No, not at all. No. Um, so where, where, where are you? You're... I'm actually in Melbourne. I got back yeah. just before the craziness started. Mm -hmm. uh, any star so had to be back here. So I was yeah. in Hong Kong. Uh, my company is actually in Hong Kong. So mm. I did stuff uh, for Streetwise in Hong Kong then here. And uh, apart from that, I do a lot more uh, teaching at the moment. So teaching on the side for Swingburn. So pretty good. That's interesting that you uh, you spent a bit of time in Hong Kong just before all of this kind of really, really flared up. What, what was it like over there before you came back to Australia? You know how they had the riots? Yeah. And the dominating everything but the moment the virus hit that was all gone yeah they would not stay there you know so and the news is uh, quite controlled so as you know uh, you don't hear a lot of news in australia about what's happening something you know human human so but you don't hear anything now since uh the coronavirus happened so nothing at all everything just dies down quietly so yeah. Lots of conspiracy theory about that, you know. They say, "Oh, we put this for ourselves so that we'll shut this up," you know. There are a lot of theories on, um, you know, Hong Kong, Shanghai news. They would keep talking about those things, and uh, this is quite funny stuff. There's a there's a lot of conspiracies, even kind of finding their way here now. Like you cannot kind of heard murmurs of it a, f a few days ago, but it seems to be building more and more. As you know, is it the five G towers? Is it this? Is it that? I heard mm -hmm. someone on the radio today suggesting that it might be um, governments and and the like trying to get involved in in controlling the money supply, uh, given that we're all starting to use pay you know pay uh, touch and go for pay rather than yeah. rather than cash. So you left so you left Hong Kong just as kind of coronavirus really started to flare up there. Is that when you when you left and came yeah, back? Again? I got back about January end of January. So okay. all the craziness happened. So. But it, back then, you know, things was already getting quite serious. Mm. And so February here was really crazy, you know, yeah. coming back February and March. But March is really crazy. So yeah. when it was really bad. Yeah, yeah okay. I was and still so, in 
you're lucky. You're lucky you came back when you did. I've uh, I've got some some clients that I work with, and what their son-in-law, they live in Hong Kong. Their, their son-in-law works for a big investment firm that, that's in Hong Kong. They came over here to Australia for Christmas and haven't been able to go back, um, given everything that that, that went on <laughs> over there. Uh, so they've been they've been here in Australia. I haven't spoken to the clients for a little while. I don't imagine that's changed. But last oh. I spoke to them, they were they were here. They couldn't go back. Yeah. Um, so you're so you're you're, you're at home. Or you, you're here in Melbourne. Uh, how, how are you finding kind of being on your own and managing isolation and and, and the rest that's going on right now? It would be good to have some someone to hang out with. You know, it's always. Oh. So that really helps. But I do tend to do a lot of work. I travel quite a bit. So being isolated is not a, something that I'm not used to. Mm. It just It's like you said earlier, not being able to do something when you want it. It's like, oh, is that allow or not allow? You know, and that's the, yeah. very clear in Australia. So yeah. one thing, and the other day I was in city, there was a police drone. I have never seen a police drone before. But okay. I saw one. Um, yeah. And that was quite scary. Yeah. It's like, Movie you saw like you know those scary future movie where the drones flying everywhere. Never seen also. It was fun. <laughs> yeah, I haven't been into the city since uh, since all of this has, has started to to unfold. I'm I'm not allowed to now. They you know I'd probably get fined if I was caught just driving around for the sake of oh, driving. Yeah. But uh, I'd I'd love to. There's two places where I'd actually really love to go. One is I'd like to go to the airport. I don't live too far away from Tullamarine Airport. Oh. I'd like to go to the airport. And just drive through the car park. You know how the, the, the car park <laughs> yes. is chock a block. I'm yes. sure it's I'm sure it's completely empty. And the others just to drive through the city um, to to see what see what see what the city looks like. Uh, the city is not too bad. I mean, lots of construction still going on, but lots mm. of people walking around. So yeah. was there. So got to see you know lots of um, worker building stuff. So I think it's good for them because there's no one stopping them from doing stuff. So they do it much faster. So yeah. that was a good. Um, but talking about so, you know, self-disciplining, I don't think anyone actually was doing that. Yeah. Especially eating lunch, they were really sitting very close to each other, so that was an interesting point. But beyond that, I think um, this thing is going to drive us all nuts eventually. Yeah. No matter yeah. how, how you take it, I mean, and but there's a couple of good things out of this. Is uh, We have to do differently, and this, the business model changed, so that was mm. a big... And how we approach uh, meetings and all that, so... Mm. Uh, Event uh, on a company, they do advertising, and they are do, literally the way they run their business. So it's like, uh, have you seen the movie Mad Men? You know the TV show Mad Men. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Emotion, you know, not networking and all that stuff. Imagine that they can't do all those things. They have to do online. And mm. um, the funny thing was that uh, they can't. They don't even have a lot of SEO. So you know, search engine optimization there. So you can't even find them. So that was quite interesting. But through reputation, you know. You know about who they are, but you couldn't find them because they they don't compete on that way. But now the, the everything's changed. I was talking to one of my students. I said, since the model change, everything's changing. How long would they survive in this um, methodology? So mm. that was a fun thing. Yeah. Yeah. So so talk a bit. So it's you, you bring up the, the the teaching and stuff you're doing at Swinburne University. Do you want to want to talk through what it is that you're what it is that you're doing there? The couple of units that you teach there. Uh, I do the automation subjects, so I teach the how uh, automating uh, systems, finance, mostly financial stuff, mm -hmm. and media, so a lot of uh, analytics, so data, so and also coding, lots of uh, Python's. So yep. doing coding, 
uh, built a training bot that's uh, not training bot, a bot to scan for news. So yeah. that was taught the kids to do that. And uh, something different. So, because you can just scan for the internet, find the items that you wanted, and we'll just present every 10 minutes. Yeah. So that was a good project for them. Mm. So, so, checking the market without you have to do it all the time, you know, the yeah. bot just, so post automation really helps. Yes. Even five, ten years ago, you can't do those things. Not, I mean, you need a lot more coding side of things, and mm. uh, really interesting. And I mean, that's what we do. So, yeah. Have, so, yeah. And how? What? What's What's the teaching environment like at 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 the moment? So, like, university's gone back for the year now, but is that all remote uh, as well? Oh, very remote. You can't even get on campus. Yeah. Like, no, there's a sign saying, "Do not come on campus." You know, literally. Yeah. July, yeah. first week of, you know, first, first of July or something like that. Yeah. So we do online just like this, but uh, yeah. with the student. So the system is very robust, so we can host about 50, 60 students at a time. And uh, internet's good. So the good thing about the system is we got decent internet. So that really yeah. helps. And so we yeah. can run something like this and share screen, do all those things, uh, you know, discussion, everything as what we do. So it's not much different. I mean, some people find it a bit hard. You know, I think some students find it a little bit hard, but you know, it's just you know, getting used to something. Like every life, when you're forced to do something, you just do it. Hey, you know, do it very quickly, don't you? Enough, yeah. You know, we've been through enough uh, crap to to know. At the end of the day, you know, you just gotta you know take a breath and just go for it. So. Yeah, yeah. And and is that like like doing it online? Would previously would. For, for your subjects, would the students have been coming to the campus? I know, like, my, yes, well, we my used wife to was studying, and a lot of that was actually online anyway. You know, a lot of it was pre recorded lectures, or she could tune in and do it online. And, and so often there wouldn't be students on the campus anyway. They were doing it from home on their, on their couch. Yeah, it's a bit harder when you're coding, especially when you try to build something. It's much easier when you try to do the create the conceptual things and then take them through step by step. So doing online, is, there is challenge because you have to share the screen and to do it and they have to do it at the same time. And uh, sometimes I do faster than, 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 than I want to because you, you can only slow so much, you know, when you're cold, you know, at the end of the day. So yeah. that drives some nuts and had to repeat, so that takes more time. But yeah. apart from you know, picking it up, they're building the things and they're testing out. So we got a whole lot of uh, students with uh, automation skill sets coming on board. So when all these things over, you know, I mean, hey, probably don't need to go back. <laughs> no, it's some really impressive uh, automation bots, and um, you've got to ask yourself: can, Do we we need to hire the person now? We can do this automatically, mm. and everything. It's not replacing someone; it's about uh, making the the job faster. You know, for example, let's say insurance. There was a big one, and uh, when mm. people claims, and I uh, used to do it manually because you know have to scan through, check everything. They build a bot that uh, automate the process. So well, it's all PDF. So they scan it, open the email and, and attach it, scan the name, find the person, you know, in the in the list, in the database, double check it if it's the right person, make uh, do the uh, facial recognition, check that. Then they know who they are, then do the calculation, done. Used to take a couple of days, now it takes 10 minutes <laughs> to do the same thing. And yeah. they glass yourself, damn, that whole bunch of people is going, you know, in the future. But it's about up upgrading those all the employees, and you know, we were talking to them how to upgrade. So that's what we've been doing. But it's mm. quite automation is getting there. You know? Yes, it's it, like, like there's been a lot of, and I'm sure you're across it too. There's been a lot of chatter 
in financial planning circles over the last few years about you know robo advice and bonds and automation and, yeah. and is, it, is it going to make the human element in in that redundant do, do, do you have any insight about what's going on there or anything you can share you can automate up to a certain point there are certain things you still have to make a decision on i mean same yeah. person 55 uh one is a man one is another one is also man uh different uh different jobs you know one is uh, working office one working a outside Hmm. So, but the board doesn't see that. They say, so 55, they both have a job, they got this income. It will make decision based on that. It yep. doesn't matter what this person been working since he's 16 and he's 55, he can cannot go out and start taking home anymore at 60. Hmm. Or someone in the office, on the other hand, they can sit to 70, 80. You know what yep. I mean? The board still couldn't, couldn't pick those things out. And that's where the human uh, judgment comes from. They, we cannot, they cannot repay us yet, not, yeah. not a long time. Um, yeah, things that compassion, things like that, being able to look at case in a different way, the bot can't pick it up. Yep. So one of the things, I built a, a drone bot, um, so I bought a drone, yeah. so I could have to do it at work. So not not at work, you know, if the boss is listening, they say, what the hell? Um, got a drone, uh, got three of them, and I programmed it. And I've been teaching the bot to, so when someone come out at nighttime, so the sensor will pick up something happen, movement-wise, then the jungle just goes up, check. Yeah. And the thing is, it only, it doesn't recognize as a person, as long as something moving, it will, it will start picking it up. So I had to add the uh, night vision, then teach the bot to think, okay, night vision, what a person looks like. Now, from above, over the head, it looks like just the shoulder and the head. Yeah. But it's a cat. So every time he thought it was an intruder, he sent a call to police. I automated that part, which so I had to disconnect that. So just think, you know, so we can use one drone. I have used three of them because I need the front, the side, and the back to make sure it's a real person. So it's a long way to go, you know. So this is a po as a process, as a project I'm doing for myself. Yeah, well, the drones and automation still way way off. So, yeah. so do you have that? Is that at your house? So if I if I walked up your your driveway of a night time, these three oh, drones yes. would come out. Yeah, they will come <laughs> out and check. You on the way anyway. It is, but the thing is, neighbor complain because the noise. You know the yeah. drone. Yeah, so mm -hmm. that was an issue. That's so. Yeah, that's another problem. To solve, you know. Yeah, it's a yeah. whole bunch of things, but it's quite fun. You know, it's, if you do it as um. A project is not so much so so hard, but if you do a study, trust me, it just it's too much work, you know, just yeah. to solve each step of the way. So, yeah, yeah. So what about so so that's kind of the, the 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 teaching part of what what you do. What about your own your own business? Where 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 are you at with that? What do you do? Um, How do you do it? Why did you do it? I've been trading for a long time, so you know, part of it. I had a previously I was running a hedge fund. I was lucky to work with a gentleman called Dan. He used to teach at uh, Macquarie University. And uh, it was quite funny. At the time, I wrote a little book on uh, options. Mm. And student was laughing because all of my class was laughing. I thought, what the hell, you know? I thought it's cool to write a book, right? And he said, yeah. well, did you wrote the book on the option teaching, you know, for the entire university, you know? So, and he said, at least he's trying. So it was funny. So, but I had the opportunity to work with him. And I uh, went and did some uh, did a hedge funds, and then I move on because I have a um, I did a course, entrepreneurship course, and uh, they often say do a couple of years, 
build up the business sell it, you know. So because if you up to a certain point, there is no more fun thing to do because it's automated, it's all uh, structure. So you move on to something else. So I'll be moving on to different business. There's only two I keep, but uh, it's because I like doing those things. And at the moment, I have the business in Hong Kong and teaching English, also English uh, digital strategy, things like that in Hong Kong entrepreneurship. Uh, yeah. of them have it, but they don't talk in English, if that makes sense. The official language changed yeah. five years ago from English to uh, from chi Chinese English to uh, Canada, uh, not, the Mandarin. Yeah. And they don't do English as much. Okay. So people can't communicate as well. So that's what we do. So yeah. we run classes and courses there. Yeah. So and, and teaching English. And then so, so what? That, that's the business that you've got in Hong Kong is the teaching English one. Are you still doing involved with the, the, the trading and investing? That oh, yeah, yeah. We trade too. We got the license in Hong Kong for that. So, yeah, okay. yeah because he has a lot more work. I mean, a friend of mine, Sophie, Sophie Grace, he said we can get the license, but I mean, do you want to put up with all the compliancing? I mean, used mm. to with uh, the hedge funds is so much work. And uh, yeah. Ed doesn't like hedge fund, first of all. Tax office don't like hedge funds. They don't understand what we do. And uh, they think it's some sort of a Ponzi scheme. And mm. every, everybody always thinks that. So, yeah, unless you run a proper um, management fund, you know, so, and then that's a whole different ballgame. The level of complication and complicity is more, I mean, you work as for, for uh, financial planning and you also do part of the funding fund, you know, for auditing is a killer, mm. you know, it's the biggest thing. Yeah. So yeah, you just got to see whether you want to spend most of the day complying and uh, dealing with the government or do you want to do what you like, right? Isn't it? Yeah. 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 So I wanted to do um, financial planning, but, you know, I did a couple units in that. It was fun, but, you know, it's just taking care of someone's, uh, uh, the future is a little bit different than financing. Finance is more fun because you can be a lot more creative of what you're going to mm -hmm. do. So there are ways to do things that you can't do in previously and yeah. adding to automation, you know, just change everything. You know, everything's it's uh, it's quite a quite an interesting background or or you kind of bring to to your kind of skill set this this whole automation piece, but then overlaying that into the world of finance. Um yeah, be be quite an interesting combination to see what you eventually end up coming up with and how that plays out in, in your business in Hong Kong. Yeah, but you know, the funny thing is, right, James, I've been speaking to McKenzie and, co and company, Cole. Yeah. We're talking about digital fund. You know, if you're a CFO or any in a finance uh, position, they talk about automations. You know, they are big push. They say five to 10 years. This is like, if you do a finance course, automation is part of it. Yeah. And so they're looking ahead five, 10 years ahead. So it was quite interesting to see, you know, that was something... Uh, they were looking at and uh, how to automate everything. So, yeah. But I think you will have done something like that too for your work, for automations. Uh, not, not really. So, you know, I, I, I did a commerce degree of, you know, a number of years ago and there was you know, economics and accounting and finance and, and, and those kind of things. There's, there's a basis on that. But then you come out, I didn't do the accounting major or anything like that. So you kind of came out with this, it's more like this general degree to say, okay, well, you've got a commerce degree, great. What are you, what are you going to do about that now? Um, and then I had to, I've had to go and do some further education since, uh, and there's and there's more 
so I did a bunch of other postgraduate stuff, and then and then more recently, there's some some stricter education standards coming in for financial advisors that there's a particular deadline in the next few years where some extra education is needed, which I'm kind of partway through doing now. But there's nothing really there about automation. It, there was this whole there was this whole push and and a lot of speakers at different conferences and things over the last couple of years talking about automation and robo-advice and, and all of these kind mm. of things together. Um, it's it's interesting to, to read some reports. There's one of the banks in America, and I can't remember who it is, that they they pushed heavily into robo-advice and then, and then a year or two down the track realised that actually they need the human element in it as well. You know, the, the machine's only good to a particular point. And so they ended up employing a whole bunch of human financial advisors again that are that are using the the, the, the algorithm and the robot and, and and all the rest of it to speed up and, and and do their job more efficiently, almost exactly like what you were saying, but then overlaying that with the human element on on top to to you know to to get the better outcomes for the clients. It's not so much about getting better investment results, but it's trying to help manage human emotions, which the you know the bots and the computers can't deal with yet. Maybe they can in the future, but they but they can't at the moment. Not yet, not yet. I mean, still a long way away. So, but you still need that uh, the wisdom. You can't, you know, you can think the bot can think, the algorithm can can do forecasting, modeling, and all that stuff. But it's the experience that you being with someone, you spoke to them, you know how they what they do, and you yeah. you know make that decision on their behalf. That's what separate a bot than an actual person is that experience. You know, it's it's like walking roads and riding a bike. You know, there's a story. You know, yeah. the, more role than they, they you know you be in the car basically so yeah. the same 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 concept yeah mm, yeah okay good <sighs> well, thank, thanks for joining me today no problem, can, if anyone's that, that was really interesting to me i don't know how much how interesting it was to to, to people watching but i'm i find this kind of this kind of progress in technology and computing and, and all the rest of it quite fascinating um where, where can can people reach out to you if they if they need your assistance Again, I mean, that's how I met you, James, you know, because I wanted to learn a bit more stuff for the financial planning side. So that's how I reached out to you. I sent you a message and you were yeah. so kind. Let me join your team, your network. And yeah. I mean, I think that's how we do things now, you know, I'm meeting online um, yeah. business. And I think that's a good, better way sometimes yeah. in many ways, especially now with uh, coronavirus is going crazy and uh, we all isolated. I mean, you know, you're the first person I actually see in a real picture. I mean, <laughs> it's not even easter yet so there yeah. You go. yeah good all right well thank you for joining me, no thank you for me. Today and we'll we'll keep contact uh, on, on linkedin Definitely. we'll talk to you more and you know see if there's other people who need help for financial planning send them to your side i mean can't do it with them so you can help them yeah <laughs> great thanks thanks no okay. nice see to you. see you good question